How's it going? <laughs> bueno. Good. <laughs> With everybody? Yes, everybody. <laughs> no, I didn't Good. know if you meant like singly Melissa because she is our honored guest. Well, but the most honored guest oh. is the Holy Spirit. Amen. Yes. Amen. Who doesn't so we even can need ask a chair? Wow. If because... that wasn't a Jesus juke, I don't know what <laughs> it was. Is it actually recording now? I don't, I don't know. know what that means. Beto, beto, beto. Maybe some malicious toes. The minions. <laughs> no butts here. <laughs> you should do animation. You know, I honestly think I would do animation. Well with that. I've always. You should do it. <laughs> we should. We should all do animation. Like, what do you think? Could I do it? Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> I just laugh thinking about it. I'm not even going to try. Illumination. <laughs> Illumination. Beetle, beetle. <laughs> Lucy, would you like to go on a date? <laughs> oh, my gosh. We've, we've found a well of talent. <laughs> a well. A well of something. <laughs> and Krissa. Yes. <laughs> Who tells well. the jokes? Okay. Yes. I didn't even come up with a joke today. Mm. That is just <laughs> so unfortunate. Nathan, I can see the disappointment <laughs> all over yes. your face. Oh, that's okay. Right. <laughs> You'll live. It's okay. Yeah. Let's pray. Agreed. Hey, welcome in. It's another Full Life Conversation. Uh, today, we're talking about a message that we heard from Krissa. Uh, on peace and power as part of our mobile worship service last Sunday. You can find a link to that uh, in our show notes if you want to go back and listen to it. Uh, A couple of questions for you, though, as we get started today. First, what is peace and where do you find it or how do you attain it? Okay, that was actually like two and a half questions right there. But anyway, here's one more. Where do you get the power to accomplish something that is truly bigger than you or beyond you. So today we're excited to welcome our guest, Melissa Winsler. Her husband, Davis, was on the podcast a few weeks ago talking about staying connected as part of our Life of Surrender series. If you haven't listened to that, please go back and hear that conversation. But Melissa has become such an influence along with Davis in our prayer ministry and our young adults here at Asbury Church in Madison, Alabama. And as you heard in the opening segment, you may or may not have heard her as one of the voice actors on Despicable Me. Okay, I'm joking, but she could easily have been one of the minions. Easily. But it was great to hear where she gets her power as she helps and serves new moms as part of the nursing staff at Huntsville Hospital, as well as a carrier of peace and awakening to her work environment and those she meets every day. So here's that conversation. Hey guys. Wow, that was really good. (laughs) Very responsive. Welcome back. It's good to be back. Yeah. I wanted to like write out this like, you know, bio intro thing. Uh, you probably don't know this, but she kind of is royalty. She is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Come on. Definitely yeah. not. <clears throat> yeah. If you are an Auburn fan, <laughs> um, <laughs> then then uh, then you, <laughs> Chris, just wow. She's looking like through the back of her skull. Her eyes rolled back. <laughs> Chris and Greg are big Auburn fans. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I've heard him say War Eagle a few times. We've got to cut this out. (laughs) This is so wrong. So 
as you probably heard a few episodes ago, we had a guy named Davis Winsler. Yeah. Davis! And uh, I saw Davis this morning and uh, bought some coffee from him. Yeah, Lux Brew. Um, Lux Brew. It's at a great coffee shop. Yes, mm-hmm. it is. Go there. But yeah, if you're an Auburn fan, uh, you know uh, a guy named Pat Dye. He was an amazing uh, football coach. So we get the joy of sitting in with his granddaughter, <laughs> Melissa. Melissa, <laughs> <laughs> Melissa Winsler. Me. Welcome, Melissa. Thank Your you claim for to fame. being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. Let's just kind of go around the room. To, uh, I ran into a friend, like I hadn't seen the guy in forever, and he asked me, so what are you excited about? I'm like, well, that's a good way to, hmm. you know, that's a good question to ask. If, but I'm really excited about uh, my daughter getting baptized. Oh, dude, that's and, amazing. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. So we got baptism Sunday coming up. I didn't know that's uh, awesome, She's dude. turning 10 tomorrow. Wow. Oh, my gosh. And uh, so, really? yeah. Wow. Uh, so she's getting baptized. She has to Where's be baptized. That? We met with Lori uh, a couple days ago, talked through. So cool, man. Th- talked through all that, looked at the, you know, went down to the baptistry. And that's so awesome. I'm really excited about that. Wow. And um, my mom actually had a Bible for each of my kids when they got baptized. So she's mm. got, she's been waiting to give her her Bible. That's mm. pretty cool, man. Yeah, How cool. awesome. Cool cool gift. But wow. Anyway, looking forward to that. Congratulations. So, so Garrett, what about you? What are you excited about? Yeah, I just came before this from a meeting that was outdoors. We met outdoors because it was so nice. So in all honesty, I'm excited for summer. Yes. I'm excited for warmer weather. Uh, I'm also excited that um, for several of us at the church, you know, our schedule changes over summer. So like uh, we have a bunch of interns that come in for the academy and so I get to work with them. So I'm excited for that. Um, and yeah, just excited for the next couple of weeks. We got a, um, sermon series over summer we're doing out of the book of Daniel. I'm really pumped for that. Yeah. So summer and everything that comes with it. I'm excited for that. Yeah. Awesome. I'd for say some... for me, the summer, uh, the weather, the <coughs> spring right now, I think we're going to have maybe eight or nine days of spring before it's summer here in Alabama. And I'm always <laughs> super excited these yeah. eight or nine days. I love the spring week. <laughs> I love the spring week too. Um, yeah. That always helps. I've tried to move as much outside as possible the last couple of weeks mm-hmm. just because it's been so nice. Um, I'd say part of what I'm really excited about right now, the podcast, absolutely, just because we, the three of us, Garrett, Nathan, you and I, we've all talked about how this has been so meaningful to us, uh, just growing in community ourselves and uh, together. And so I would say that, but I also have just this, what I feel like is this real honor and privilege of being invited into people's stories. And sometimes those are messy and sometimes those have hard places and sometimes they're about discerning what's next and all that. And I just am, I just am in this stretch of having a lot of conversations. It's so exciting to see what God is doing in people's lives, mm. you know, kind of behind yeah, the scenes. Awesome. And so that's been really exciting for me. Very cool. Yeah. That's cool. Melissa. Can I say summer too? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I, I will say I am so excited for the weather and I'm doing a garden this year Ooh, for the first time. How so exciting. I am like so excited. Um, so that, but also anyone, if you ask anyone in my family, they would all say the same answer. My brother and sister-in-law are moving here in May. Oh yeah. So um, it's them and then they have a little boy and a little girl. So my whole family will actually be all together for the first time in like probably at least 10 years. Wow. Um, pretty soon. So we are all like super, super excited about that. That's so great. Very yeah. cool. 
I think our next two episodes that we record outside. Outside. Mm-hmm. Even if it's raining. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I think it would be nice to have the background of the birds chirping or the traffic <clears throat> driving down hues or yeah. the rain or the wind. Or I think kids yeah. playing on the playground. Kids playing on the playground. Yeah. Yes. The spring sessions. Yes. Yeah. I like mm-hmm. it. Full life. <laughs> outside. Outside. Okay. Then <laughs> <laughs> the, that's the promo. Uh, awesome. I would listen to that. Yeah. So, yeah, we are so excited about having you with us today. Mm-hmm. Could you just kind of go take us through what life looks like right now, what you do, and just how you carry awakening, you know, yeah. where you are and what you do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am married to Davis, which he is like absolutely amazing. Such a um, great guy. He's yes. he's awesome. Like so awesome. Um, but anyways, we, we got married last year. Um, and then I am actually a nurse. Um, I've worked like in like nursery labor and delivery area. And then now I'm currently working at Huntsville hospital with, um, in the lactation department or breastfeeding support, um, working on my certification for, um, for that right now, but actually I'm able to work as one, um, in the meantime. And so that is what I do on my daily basis is working there, um, helping out with Davis at the coffee shop here and there whenever needed, um, and then also come to Asbury and have a really rich community through that. Mm. Um, so that's been really awesome. Um, to answer your question about what does awakening look like for me and my job, I think there's so many different areas where I can live that out or and try to live that out in my job. Um, I'm dealing a lot with very, very stressed out, very worried, very anxious, very exhausted people. Mm-hmm. Um, I can tell basically a first time parent by like the first few seconds of being in the room, just because it's that mm-hmm. obvious where, how they're feeling or what's going on. And, um, I think something that I've noticed and picked up on working in the medical field pretty quickly is that um, we can be very busy and miss things like nurses are they have so many patients to see so many things Mm -hmm. to do. And um, even I've I've been that way a lot um, as a nurse. But in this particular role that I'm in right now, it um, I actually have a lot more space and time to see my patients and to see my moms and to help them. So that has been um, really like an open door from the Lord for me to really like minister to people, um, a lot more. And so I always joke that like 60% of my job is like counseling people, even though I'm not a counselor. (laughs) Um, but I will, a lot of times walk into the room and I will just kind of ask like the parents, like, Hey, how are you doing? And like, it'll just be like tears, just like, ah, like just immediately, like somebody mm. has like actually stopped and like asked them how they're doing, yeah. has actually stopped yeah. and s- seen them as humans. And mm. this is like their real life. Like they just had a baby. Like there's so many things that have come up. And um, so that's one thing that, mm. um, yeah, I've just really seen the Lord like use me in is, um just being very intentional with people and being very like observant and aware of people. Like oftentimes, like I'll kind of look around the room and like, if I, like I've seen like Bibles and things like that, and that kind of opens up mm. the door 
um, for me to have conversations with people and, um, you know, just like really listen to them um, during that time to give them encouragement, um, all of those things. So mm. it's really like I've, I've like described it as it is it is like the perfect job for me because I absolutely love working with these new parents that are super stressed out and mm -hmm. anxious and like getting to just say like, hey, everything's going to be okay. Mm. Like y'all are doing great. Like you're not expected to know this. Like you're doing okay. And and just giving them that encouragement. Like you see people just kind of like rest, like kind of breathe. Um, so that's been really cool. And then I've recently had some like very interesting, like Lord conversations with just random people, like the lunch lady, like I've have developed some <laughs> <laughs> very interesting relationships with her and like had very conversations with her. And then I was just eating lunch yesterday and um, there was another nurse, like another worker that just started talking to me and she started talking about her relationship with the Lord. And, and wow. so amazing. it's just interesting. Like the Lord really will bring people yeah. um, mm. into your pathway. And if you're not aware of that, if you're not a, like, on guard, like having discernment about like, okay, how would the Lord use me in this moment yep. or this time? Um, you could really miss it. But. Yeah. You know, it's so interesting, Melissa. I, I think back to like when Tommy first wrote the word awakening into our vision statement, you know, his, his goal in that was really that it wouldn't be something in the four walls of our church, mm -hmm. but that it would go out. And you are without a doubt, one of the best people I know at inviting the Holy Spirit with you yeah. into yeah. your day. And when you're talking about your job, you and Davis have told me many times about times where you'll walk into when you worked in the delivery unit mm -hmm. and you walk into kind of a crisis situation. Oh my gosh. And yeah. I just remember so many times you talked about like, there's not time in that moment to walk yeah. out of the room and go seek the Lord and yeah. be like, mm -hmm. what do you want me to do, Lord? Like, mm -hmm. this is, yes. there's, that's, you have to bring the Holy Spirit with you mm -hmm. in that moment. You've talked yeah. about, I mean, countless stories I can think of where you're managing a crisis in that room while praying yes, under your breath yeah. and while asking the Lord right now, what do you want me to do? Yeah. And I don't know. I just feel like that, that yeah. is something people need to grab is like yeah. whatever they're doing in life. They need to grab that. Yeah. This idea of like being in constant, taking the Holy spirit with me mode, mm -hmm. yeah. constant listening, constant communion. Yeah. You and Davis are phenomenal at that. Mm -hmm. And that's no matter what awakening is, it's got to involve that. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to involve this bringing the spirit with me into everyday stuff. What yeah. a great picture of that consistent prayer. Like yeah. what we talked yeah. about a few weeks ago, just being consistent and that ongoing walking with, bring, mm -hmm. taking the Holy Spirit with you everywhere, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. that's good. Also yeah. thought too is, as you were talking, Melissa, something that we have seen over and over again, Garrett and Nathan, we've talked about this. What I heard you say was you were present. Yep, You're that's present. Right. That's right. Yeah. And that has been maybe an unintended theme that we've seen emerge mm -hmm. as we've had these conversations. It's a life of awakening is mm -hmm. a life that is fully present. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's right. To not only to what God's doing in us, but mm -hmm. like fully present as you walk into a room and you observe and, yeah. and all of those really practical ways that we don't have to make it something off in a distance. It can be wherever we are that mm -hmm. happens. And so I think having our eyes open to that and being present in that moment yeah. is just further testimony to how God yeah. can use the yeah. in and out details of our lives yeah. so to true. show up. Yeah. And he, I mean, and I also have experienced this at my job too, where days where I'll feel discouraged and I'll walk into a room and it's another believer and, and meeting with the Lord, like with another believer or through another believer, like that 
you know, it goes with that being present um, yeah. mm-hmm. theme too of like, you know, you can be met by the Lord with other people too. So, um, yeah, that's I'm good. That's, that's very blessed so with the job that I have. I will say, yeah, um, it's it's amazing. Yeah, that's beautiful. <clears throat> that is awesome. What's the beginning verse again? Thirty six. Thank you. Three forty nine. So, so I'm I'm gonna read the passage today. I brought I brought my Bible with pages. With, no. So good, anyway, Nathan. <clears throat> I, We're very proud star. of you. Three out of four of us did. Gold That's star. right. <laughs> well, Krista didn't bring her Bible. That's what she's referring to. Okay. <laughs> okay, it's me. I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm a girlfriend. <laughs> All right. So let's read uh, Luke 24, 36 through 49. This is from the voice translation. At that very instant, as they're still telling the story, Jesus is there standing among them. May you have peace, Jesus says. You might expect them to be overjoyed, but they aren't. They're startled and terrified. They think they're seeing a ghost. And Jesus says, why are you upset? Why are your hearts churning with questions? Look, look at my hands and my feet. See that it's me. Come on, touch me. See for yourselves. A a ghost doesn't have flesh and bones, as you can see that I have. Then he shows them his hands and his feet. Now their fear gives way to joy, but it seems too good to be true. And they're still unsure. And he asks, do you have anything here to eat? They hand him a piece of broiled fish and he takes it and eats it in front of them. And he says, I've been telling you this all along, that everything written about me in the Hebrew scriptures must be fulfilled. Everything from the law of Moses to the prophets, to the Psalms. Then he opens their minds so they can comprehend the meaning of the Hebrew scriptures. Hmm. And he says, this is what the scriptures said, that the promised liberating king should suffer and rise from the dead on the third day that in his name, a radical change of thought in life should be preached, and that in his name, the forgiveness of sins should be preached, beginning in Jerusalem and extending to all nations. You have witnessed the fulfillment of these things. So I am sending my father's promise to you. Stay in the city until you receive it, until power from heaven comes upon you. I love that. Thank you for reading that, Nathan. I think it's really good. I know we all probably have a translation we prefer default to, but I think there's something really meaningful to read it from different yeah. translations and, and hear words, how they land on you a little differently. I um, like how this puts, I don't know, it just puts me yeah. in the room. Yes. You know, like I'm yes. watching a watching a play or watching a film or... I know sometimes... I'll, I'll do this frequently in my own time in the word. I will like close my eyes and picture myself in the scene watching mm-hmm. it. That's good. And that's been really helpful. I know that I can't do that because we're so far removed from that in terms of time and culture, but it's been very meaningful to me. Then that way it's not just words on a page. Yeah. You know, it can become that if we're not constantly inviting the spirit in. And so that's been one of the ways, um, and translations like that help that as well. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we can see that. I don't know about you guys, but I love Luke 24. I mean, you could spend, we could spend weeks 
on Luke 24, and we're not even all the way through it. That's yeah. been part of what has stood out for me in this scene that is just really remarkable. And in the mobile message for this week, I had two questions uh, that I want us just to think about. Like, what do you think about when you hear the word peace? What comes to your mind? Mm -hmm. And what image comes to your mind when you hear the word power? And then if we think about how that is nuanced, we might see that through the lens of our culture or our world or whatever. But what does that mean for us uh, as believers, as people who are committed to following Jesus in the way? I think that's, since that's the theme of our message, mm -hmm. I just thought I'd throw that out there to see if anybody has yeah. any initial thoughts. And then I have a follow-up question mm -hmm. that I want us to discuss as well yeah. and share. Yeah. When you ask what comes to mind with peace, the first thing that comes to mind very quickly is just where our whole society is at with mm. any number of current <clears throat> events that mm. any of us could list off from the news mm -hmm. that make it feel like whatever peace is, is desperately needed mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or it's not there. Mm. Or, um, yeah, I just think of how that, that feels like a topic that our world is craving very sure. much right mm -hmm. now. Um, and, and not even from just like a big picture societal perspective, but even like people listening might say like, peace, I don't know what that is in my life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, and maybe it's been a really long time since some people yeah. listening have known that. It's like, that's the first thing I think of is peace. Almost there's a lack of it mm -hmm. in our world or there's a hunger for it. Or there's a yeah. craving for it, a need for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Agree. If there was a resource that's scarce, it's, where's peace? Mm -hmm. You know, it's yeah. like, where is that? Sure. Yeah, we're so, <clears throat> everywhere you go, we're just so inundated with bad news. But when I think of peace is, you know, I think of what is the good news mm -hmm. today? You know, what, what and, and what do, what do we want to really fill our lives with? You know, what are we really craving? You know, um, and I think so much of what... What is said about us, I think, in so many ways, is that we've been so conditioned to almost crave bad news because of how how we mm -hmm. we tend to really seek it out. Almost, mm -hmm. you know, if 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 we go straight to our social media platform, whatever it might be, or the, or or the news, it's almost like we're addicted to that mm -hmm. in such a way. And, and that's all we hear in, in so many ways is, is the bad news. And, and man, I mean, the countercultural, that's what I think of too. You know, the peace is so countercultural. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, when y'all are saying that, I'm, I'm thinking about like moments before in this passage, before the Lord, like Jesus appears and says, peace be to you. I mean, they were hiding away because they had just watched their leader, the one that they believed was the Messiah, the one that was going to bring the kingdom that was going to take over, you know, they were in such a not peaceful state, you know, yeah. they were worried for their lives and hiding. And so, um, I think we can relate today to them yeah. in that moment, yeah. um, and I think in that moment, Jesus came and he showed up in a moment and said, peace be to yeah. you. And um, what's interesting to me is that he doesn't just stop there. He like knows that they're still doubting, that they're still mm -hmm. like, 
okay, this is just a ghost. Like, this is just a spirit that has appeared to us. This isn't our, you know, the real man Jesus that we knew. And he takes his time to actually mm-hmm. help them through that, to have that hope, that mm-hmm. trust, that um, that joy that they you see, like, at the yeah. end of this. Um, so that's just a thought that I have on on this passage and, and y'all talking about today and in today's society. And I think we do very much turn bad news into entertainment to us. Yeah. Um, that's what it is, is like reality TV shows. Like when people are heartbroken or, you know, going mm. through all these hard things, it's like, well, that's entertainment to us, mm. which is very sad because mm-hmm. we're so far removed from um, humans being human mm-hmm. and it, th- them, it being their real life um, that we, you know, their downfall is entertainment to us. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, just very, we're in a very disconnected state, yeah. especially from, from peace right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and, and they're sitting in that room and in their minds, they're done like this, mm-hmm. all this mm-hmm. that they've been investing in, in mm-hmm. it is gone, is done. Yeah. It completely lost, hopeless, absolutely very full of fear. You know, we're next, whatever the thoughts are. And the the thing that gives us a story to tell mm-hmm. happens, mm-hmm. you yeah. know. I think it's so interesting when Jesus uh, suddenly appears and he has this greeting, peace be with you. Uh, just in thinking about that word and what it conjures up for all of us in the in the Greek, that word brings with it a sense of deep quietness and rest. It was also commonly used as a as a greeting. And what really strikes me, I don't know how many times I've read this story, but just in preparing for the message, something landed on me in a way had, had never landed on me before. I love how God's word continues uh-huh. to speak to us. But right after they see right after Jesus sees how frightened they are, he follows his greeting with two questions. Now, I think we've said this before. I love Jesus in his question asking, because as a counselor, I appreciate the questions that invite people in, right? Jesus is just so expert at that. We have so much to learn from him. But here Mm. he has this greeting, peace be with you. And then two questions. Why are you frightened? And why are your hearts filled with doubt? Why are you frightened? And why are your hearts filled with doubt? And you know, what came to me is that so often Uh, As I was sitting in this passage, it hit me. How often does doubt follow fear? Immediately Mm -hmm. on the heels of fear, then comes doubt. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I believe Jesus absolutely knows that. He knows that was real for them in that moment. He Mm -hmm. knows that is real for us. That is a question that I have honestly been asking myself a lot. I can think of three different scenarios right now. Current ongoing scenarios in my life where fear has popped up and I have doubt in three or four different Mm -hmm. ways associated with that. And so how beautiful that Jesus begins this interaction, the passage that we're in today with peace, and he ends it with the promise of power to come, right? That's awesome. Mm -hmm. The presence of peace at the beginning and and the, the promise of power to come. But it just made me wonder how many times doubt had followed fear in my Mm. own life and how, what a great, what a great place to invite peace into. You know, peace Absolutely. isn't a fleeting emotion. Mm-mm. It's not something that is, that is dependent on our circumstances. 
Peace is a person. His name is Jesus. Yeah. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. That's right. You know, yeah, that's Isaiah right. 9, 6. He is yep. our Prince of Peace. Come and on. so, that's right. I don't know, uh, peace, if we look at it as a feeling, it will ebb and flow according to our mm-hmm. reaction to the latest social <clears throat> right. media post or the latest reality TV yeah. aspect of the world that we live in. But when we stay connected with Jesus as a person and how he, and he walks right in the middle of this situation. That's right. And he walks right in the middle of ours too. He meets us right where we are. That's right. And I just think that's so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Krista, when you talk about peace, not being a a fleeting emotion, Mm -hmm. it's not this just reaction to what we feel, our circumstances. You know, I'm reminded of a couple months ago, I was praying with some young adults in our traditional sanctuary when nobody was in there. We were just walking and praying. And just three of us experienced this unbelievable sense of peace, mm-hmm. this unbelievable sense of just, it felt like there were four of us. Like it feels like God's with us. Like he's just walking yeah. with us. And I remember at that time, all three of us that were there in the room were like going through really hard things. And so we all kind of looked at each other at the end of this prayer time and said, how are we going to go back in daily life hmm. yeah. and just have this, this peace just popped like a balloon? Like, how are we going to do this? Mm-hmm. And very clearly, we felt like the Holy Spirit said, your peace is not fragile. Mm-hmm. Mm. And, wow. and for me, that's been a, a real challenge is, I, I'll, I'll be honest, I think a lot of times in my life, I've bought into that lie that peace is a fleeting emotion. Mm, yeah. yeah. And it's caused me to almost walk in some of that fear of like, I've got to protect myself from certain circumstances or things to mm. preserve that peace. Yeah. And it's like the Lord's been saying like, Garrett, the fruit of the spirit and the armor of God are not that fragile. Yeah. yeah. It's not like- that's so good. Like, because that's not the type of peace we're talking about. Right. Because that type of peace would not survive the world we're in. Nowhere to survive the world they were in. Yeah. Right. But that's not the peace we're talking about. Yeah. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That you're absolutely. talking about a deeper peace that can be invited into our fear and doubt. Yes, absolutely. That, that won't suffocate yeah. in our fear and doubt. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm like, Lord, I need that peace. Like, yes. like that's that's yeah. attractive. I yeah. need that. Yeah. Well, I think we need spaces where we can talk about this with one another in community. Mm-hmm. And that's part of what I love about what we're doing here. We're having our own conversation, but hopefully that is creating a lot of, a lot of other conversations yeah. where we're creating intentional space to talk through, mm-hmm. you know, some of this As I was just reflecting for myself, you know, how doubt so quickly follows fear for me. Um, I, as I just thought about what that looked like for me, it's never been about doubting the person of Jesus, who he was, who he is who he was for them at this time um, on earth and and who he is for me now. It's never been about whether or not I questioned if he fulfilled everything. Scripture said, I believe all of that. That has never, ever been a place of doubt for me. But as I just looked in my own heart preparing for this, I thought, you know, where are those places of doubt for me? And it is really a place where I think, well, you know, Jesus, you've got so many other big things going on in the world. I don't want to trouble you. I don't want to bother you. You know, I've been doing this a long time now, Lord. I should probably have this one figured out. So Mm -hmm. I would be less likely um, to enter into a deeper intimacy with Jesus in those moments because I have somehow inadvertently bought the lie that Jesus is too busy for me, you know, Mm -hmm. which may sound so silly. But as I just really I'm just being really transparent here, Mm -hmm. as I just looked at how does that show up for me, it would be really easy for me to discount that that doubt follows fear for me because I don't doubt some of those things that other people have to walk through about, mm-hmm. you know, who Jesus is or anything like that. But it's it's still something that we all have to look below the surface and see and remember that initial invitation 
before the questions to draw us deeper is peace be still. And the promise still at the end is that you'll be clothed with power from on high. That's right. I'm not going anywhere. I'm here with you. Yeah. And then I'm sending somebody power from on high to clothe you, to do all that, that I'm going to be sending you out to do. Yeah. That's just something that really stood Mm. out to me Mm. as I was reading this passage in a completely different way, totally different direction than I thought the message would end up going quite honestly. Mm. And when that happens, so often it's worked on me so many times uh, throughout a whole week or so before I even get to the point where we're teaching in, you know, in the studio for mobile or mm-hmm. in traditional or harvest or contemporary. It's like, man, this has really been, this has really been working on me in all the best ways. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's no spirit of condemnation with Jesus. This isn't about yeah. mm-hmm. condemnation. If you have doubts, it's about, you know, how are you invited? How do you invite Jesus into that? So good. Mm-hmm. That's so and, good. And mm-hmm. not rush through it. Yeah. Just sit with it. Yeah. yeah. I just want to say that is something that is just never talked about in discipleship. <laughs> like, I feel like we say I shouldn't have doubt. Mm-hmm. So let's just say everybody has doubt. Yeah. yeah. Everybody yeah. has doubt. Yeah. But what you're talking about is a mature believer's response to doubt. I'm going to invite Jesus into mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One, well, I think, too, what you said about Jesus doesn't have time for me. Like, I think that comes from that, from, from a place of what we've experienced from other people sure, who are near and dear to us. They might be our own parent, you know, or someone we're following, you know, someone in leadership. How beautiful is it that we can, we can look to Jesus in a completely different way Mm -hmm. and not put that on Jesus, yeah. not put mm-hmm. that characteristic mm-hmm. on, on Jesus, mm-hmm. you know, Jesus is the Prince of peace. Yeah. And so he, you know, he, he speaks to the storm yeah, and says, be, be at peace. Yeah. yeah. And, and, it, you know, like you were saying, it's not, it's not that fleeting emotion. It's that sense of man, just calm and steadiness in the midst of the storm. Yeah. Um, and it's it's the joy that's our strength that that allows us to experience that peace if we really mm-hmm. as you say invite him into yeah. those places yeah. of, of doubt and storm and um, difficulty mm-hmm. whatever the season might yeah. be yeah. yeah yeah I love the Lord's patience too like he says look at my hands mm-hmm. look at my feet mm-hmm. see right here. Like somebody give me a piece of fish yep, yep. to eat. Like let's yeah, make that sure one, that really stuck out for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, he's, he hasn't eaten in several days. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I, I love that too. You know, he, like he knows, he knows us. Yeah. Yep. He knows the very hairs on our head. So he yeah. knew what they were thinking, feeling. And, and yeah, I love that. His, his sense of it's, 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 it's all good guys. Yeah. yeah. Look, yeah. check it out. Yeah. Uh, he goes above and beyond mm-hmm. to make himself known to them mm-hmm. in this mm-hmm. passage. And he does the same for us. That's right. That's right. Um, and that was just a, another reminder of his kindness yeah. to us. You know, he didn't have to do that. That's right. He, he just, he could have shown up and said, Hey guys, you know, but he, he saw, he, he saw them. Like he sees us, he really sees us. So for the person who's listening right now and you feel unseen, Jesus sees you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And he entered in amidst their confusion and doubt and didn't wag his finger at them. Mm. How, how come you don't believe this is me? He Mm. just enters in and meets them right where they are. And I think that is a great reminder for all of us, Mm -hmm. whether we are brand new to following Jesus or whether we've been doing it for decades, Mm -hmm. that will be a message that never gets old. As y'all are talking, I'm thinking about like so many different things. And I just agree with everything y'all have said. And just, I don't know if y'all feel this way, but I feel like this is just from just the nature of Adam and Eve and their reaction of like hiding from the Lord. Mm. Like in this, I'm sure that the disciples felt like shame, Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, and like wanted to hide. But like Jesus obviously knew their thoughts. Like yeah. he knew how they felt in that yeah. moment and like y'all said, like address them with what such kindness and gentleness. And so, um, I don't know. I, I just yeah. even want to just recognize people that like want to try to like hide from the Lord in their mm. doubt and like, yeah. you know, tr- try to like pretend that they don't have doubt or, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, be there might be worried to like tell anyone about it. Um, Jesus already knows your thoughts. Like he already knows, yeah. like, mm-hmm. He already knows your weakness. He already knows your fears. He knows your um, insecurities. He knows your past. He knows your present. He knows your future. And so um, he already knows what's going on. He's just waiting for you to, um, to reach out to him, you know, talking about to open up to him and to allow him into that, that space of doubt or fear, Mm -hmm. um, anxiety, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We've seen so many times in Luke 24 that we said this on a previous episode that there's no encounter with Jesus in this chapter somebody has alone. That's right. That it's all in community. You know, the road to Emmaus, it's two of them. Here, it's a bunch of them gathered. Mm-hmm. You know, the women, women at the tomb coming back. I mean, some just thinking if somebody's listening to this and you know, you're in your whatever kitchen or your, your car, you know, what do you do right now? If mm-hmm. you're like, okay, I have doubts right now. Yeah. I would encourage you to get in community. Yeah. Somebody else that, that knows Jesus and in their presence, tell Jesus your doubts. Yeah. yeah. What you're saying, Krista. And so and good. literally just say something like, and I invite you into that, Lord. And yeah. I think if you want to play a song of worship after that, or if you want to read a verse, like something that would together turn your eyes to the Lord that mm-hmm. puts just enough redemptive upward spin on it to not leave you in a place of fear. I mean, yeah. something as simple as that. Yeah. That's what you can yeah. do right now in this moment yeah. to like redeem that or step into that. That's so good, Garrett. One of the questions I asked in mobile worship was, how is Jesus making himself known to you in this season? And who are you sharing that with? Mm -hmm. Um, Because it is so transforming when we see how Jesus is making himself known to us. Mm -hmm. But we need to be sharing that with others for our benefit, for theirs, for the glory of Jesus. Yeah. For all of those reasons. You know, there's a, the verse, this concludes with Jesus saying, now we'll send the Holy Spirit just as my father promised, but stay here in the city until the Holy Spirit comes and fills you with power from heaven. And some versions say until you are clothed with power from on Mm -hmm. high. And I love that image of being clothed with power from on high. And Mm -hmm. so I did a little research and uh, part of the meaning of that word means to be clothed in the sense of sinking into a garment. Mm-hmm. And I love how that seems to indicate to me, it's kind of like that, that jacket that fits just mm. right. 
Like, I mean, it is not going to fit anybody else quite like it fits you. This idea that mm. this power that we receive from on high is custom fit hmm. for love us. That. Love that. That we we sink into it. It's it's something that uh, is close to us. It's near us. What a beautiful beautiful image of of sinking into that. And I've heard this before. This word power is the Greek word is uh, is dunamis or dunamos, um, and it it's the word that looks familiar to us as dynamite. And so it's this miraculous strength or power. Uh, and really the connotation behind that is power through God's ability. It's a very important word in the New Testament. It appears uh, about 120 times in a very small portion mm. of our Bible, if you look at the the whole of the Bible. And so it is something that we absolutely need to be paying attention to mm-hmm. as people who are walking in the way of Jesus. Peace be with you, he says. And then he says, I'm going to clothe you with power from on yeah. high. This dynamite, miraculous strength, power through God's Dang. ability kind of power. And I'm going to send you out with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same power, y'all. Yeah. yeah. Same power we've got today. Yeah. yeah. And so my my heart for the church, for all of us, is that we would access that mm-hmm. and live it out in the halls of the hospital when you walk in rooms right. with new moms and working on mobile worship services or meeting mm-hmm. with college mm-hmm. students or me having conversations with people in coffee shops or, or wherever, that we would access that power uh, and give all glory to God for it and just yeah. watch mm-hmm. and see what he will do with it. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm just thinking about, you know, having conversations with my wife or, or, or spending time with my kids, you know, yeah. just, yeah. you know, wearing, <laughs> wearing the power. Yeah. 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 Chris, I'm just so blown away at like you, when you're talking about this, you know, the peace and power promised to the same group of people. Mm-hmm. So the same people that we just spent all these minutes talking about how frightened yeah. and doubtful they are. Yeah. Those are the people that now have the dynamite. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's like in my mm-hmm. brain, that doesn't go together. <laughs> right. Like, cause, cause I see my fright and doubt and I'm like, well, surely that's not the kind of person the Lord would use to preach the gospel to all nations. Mm-hmm. Like he said, but it's the same people. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's what's so cool. It's like, even if you're listening and you're inviting God into your doubt, like, well, get ready for power. Cause I think that's it's on it. the other side of that. And he yeah. uses you and sends you out in peace and power yes the fullness of the gospel That's which is it. so beautiful and so like the lord yeah it is and they would not have survived you know with just the power they nope. wouldn't have no way yeah. like i mean they're literally nope. getting stoned and put in prison and mm-hmm. all these things so um mm-hmm. there's no way that you could just just have power no. and yeah. be okay both. you have to have both and, yeah. and thankfully the holy spirit is both of those things yeah yes. absolutely so yeah if you have the holy spirit you have both of those that's things. right and when we're talking about this i think you know in previous chapters jesus is you know in full-time ministry like doing all these miracles healings all these things um and he tells his disciples like y'all will do greater things than i and so I wonder if, you know, when he's making this promise of, of the power, if they think back to that, like, oh, mm-hmm. are we about to do greater mm-hmm. things than what Jesus, we saw Jesus do here on earth because he gave them that promise. And obviously in this passage, he's he's good to his promise because they do yeah. receive the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. um, and that power and that peace. So um, that's what I 
think about with that too. Yeah. I love that, Melissa. So good. Yeah. It's so cool. Uh, your phrase, how did you say it, Krista? Uh, power of custom fit? Custom fit. <laughs> I love that. Tailored. I love that. Custom fit to fit. Give me some... Doesn't fit anyone else. That's I love right. that. That mm-hmm. is so good. What well, we're clothed I, with well, I is think, custom fit. I think one reason I liked that is because if it's custom fit, that kind of, I don't know, just it eliminates any need for like comparison or like, mm-hmm. um, yeah. like it just makes me think about my mom who is um, by no means an extrovert. She hates being in front of people. Like, um, so power in her life might yeah. manifest differently yeah. than power mm-hmm. in Garrett's life yeah. or power in somebody mm-hmm. else's life. But I could tell you stories about how like a couple months ago, my mom led somebody to Christ and mm-hmm. it was this total miraculous thing that, you know, introverted her had power. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just so freeing when you say it's custom mm-hmm. fit. Cause it's like, Hey, yeah. you don't have to look like somebody else. That's right. You have the same peace and power, yeah. but let it flow through your personality yeah. and mm-hmm. enjoy sinking in. Yeah. yeah. That's fun. We have enough of the comparison in our world anyway. I don't think this has to be one of those areas. Yeah. You know, we walk into what he has given us in the way he has given it to us with the people he has put in our path. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's given it to us all. Yes. But there's, I mean, I love how that speaks to how personal mm-hmm. and, and, and how it's, you know, this is just for me. Yeah. Um, in the sense that this is my personal relationship mm-hmm. with Jesus, you know, the power of his Holy Spirit. But it's, but it's also to be shared. It's yeah. also to be, to be told, you know, it's a story, not just for me. Yeah. It's for all of mm-hmm. us. Yeah. yeah. Great Love conversation. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Melissa, I'm just really grateful to you for how you and Davis really have served in, in our prayer ministry yeah. and carried mm-hmm. awakening mm-hmm. Uh, right here. I mean, the Asbury family, our congregation but also what it's meant for how God is using Asbury in the community, obviously, mm-hmm. and yeah. you know, where you are and mm-hmm. where Davis is, yeah. it's just a really, really beautiful picture yeah. of, of, of really what, you know, this, this full life, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, this awakened life is, is supposed to look like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's an honor to, to just know you guys and, and, uh, to be, to be serving with you and, yeah. Just want you to know how much we appreciate you. Yeah. Yes, and we do. Yeah. So yeah, we, we uh, talked last time because um, you know you uh, you know said that to Davis too how you appreciate us and we just talked about like we appreciate you guys like so so much. I mean, I mean the roles that you've taken on since COVID and the responsibility that you've mm-hmm. had put on you and the way that you've stewarded that mm-hmm. so well. It makes me emotional because I'm like that's. You, I mean, following the Holy Spirit in those mm-hmm. moments of of fear, honestly, during that time and mm-hmm. that huge time of unknown. So, we talked, um, hmm. we talked last time after after he recorded. Just, I mean, how much we appreciate you guys. I mean, y'all have played such important roles, like in our church, in our lives, in our community. And so, um, if you are listening, then you should thank your pastors and your leaders because they do not get it enough. Um, they don't get appreciation enough for what they do, the spiritual warfare that they go through to um, follow the Holy Spirit and to bring the kingdom here on earth. So we just wanted to say thank you guys. Wow. 
Thank you so mm. much Thank for that, you. Yeah. Thank yeah. you and Davis both. That yes, means right. a lot. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. The way you guys have been just just forerunners in our church. We're just praying for many more. Mm. For yeah. many, many more. Yeah. That's right. Well, and what you've meant in in you know, for our emerging adult generation and uh, just what a ministry that has become to the older generations here. Yeah. You know, absolutely. Just mm-hmm. to, I don't know. There's just something really amazing going on. Mm-hmm. So praise God for all of that. Yeah. yeah. Thank God for, you know, for his, his peace and his joy uh, yeah. that mm-hmm. keeps us, you know, yeah. moving forward. Absolutely. Yeah. So all yeah. glory to him. Amen. Thanks. Thanks for those words. Yes. Yeah. That really you. means a lot. Uh, it's just very encouraging. Thank y'all so much. This was really good. Mm-hmm. Thanks Thank again, you so Melissa. Much. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Glad you're with us. Come back. Yep. <laughs> come back and see us. We'll yeah. And I told somewhere. Davis last time, you know, next time he came back, we'd have you come back with him. Oh. Of course, you came back. So next time, we really do need to do a Davis and Melissa. The Winslow. The Winslow. Yeah. We do yeah. like yes. an animation themed podcast <laughs> because me and Davis have like a million different voices no way. and impersonations. <laughs> and our kids are going to be very animated. Yeah. Like, I know it. Like, it's. <laughs> I cannot wait. <laughs> I cannot wait for that. Oh gosh. All right, y'all. Well, see you next time. Thanks, Thanks so much. Thanks again for joining the conversation. As always, if you have any thoughts or questions for us, please send those to podcast at weareasbury.com. We'd love to continue the conversation with you. If you need more information about Asbury or want to listen to a past message, or join us live on Sundays at nine for mobile worship. Or if you'd like to support our ministry financially, you can find all that at weareasbury.com. Uh, if this has helped you process emotions or work through doubt or whatever it is that's going on in your life, and you think it might help someone else, please share the podcast with a friend or family member or on your social media uh, platform. We really hope this will spark conversation with those in your circle. And depending on where you get your podcasts, give us a rating or even a review. That'll also help us grow our reach. Thanks again for being a part of this journey with us as we live real life with each other, full life with God and kingdom life on earth. See you next time. So I feel like I have to confess before friends something that y'all may be very disappointed. I've never seen a Minions movie. That's okay. What? Wow. Come on. I'm just surprised by that. <clears throat> yeah, I just. You could watch. You'd like. You'd enjoy just, Despicable Me. Just don't like, oh, watch yeah. the third one. Don't watch the third one. Where do I have start? some weird, evil nuns in it and like snakes <laughs> and stuff and and like so <laughs> many naked butts. Seriously, <laughs> the, really? Mi- mi- minion. <laughs> minion <laughs> butts. I mean, okay. Yeah, so okay. Okay. Actually, no. Okay. A, a little Gru butt is there in the movie too. Are we this starting to record it now? <laughs> This is the intro. This is the oh, intro. Gosh. Yes. Yeah. They're on the, they're yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the booty. The booty.